Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the Sheila Zielinski Show today. I hope that you will consider becoming one of my patrons for this listener-supported program, 100% commercial-free broadcasting. And the new website is up, and we're trying to work a few kinks out of it, but go check it out, and I'd love to have some feedback on that. Well, I want to jump right into the program. I have L.A. Marzulli back on the program. He is long overdue. And I really want to talk about uh, a few things. Actually, LA, you know, I never thought that I would live to see that they've locked down the entire world. I mean, locked down America, the beacon to the world, the land of the free, the home of the brave, and God we trust seriously. And, and where are all these guys that don't tread on me or give me liberty or give me death? Because you know what? The Constitution doesn't just shut down over a virus. Where's the military that's sworn to protect our liberties and freedoms and the Constitution? Where's our militia men, bikers, truckers, uh, tough oil patch dudes, anyone, L.A.? POTUS needs to honestly shut down this tyrannical, Stasi-level, draconian martial law. Cops and checkpoints, people reporting their neighbors, closed churches, businesses bankrupt. I'll take my chances of the virus over watching our God-given rights trampled to death. Ellie, I was down in your former neck of the wood down at the Pacific Coast Highway. I just went down there to, you know, walk around. And I mean, they're handing out fines, huge fines for people that got it all barricaded off along there in Malibu. I mean, this truly is frightening because you know what? Satan took our freedom without even firing one shot, L.A. I mean, can you spell police state? That's draconian. Absolute yeah. nonsense. And see, that's what they're doing. It's like, and the people just lay down and allow it, I think, for a time. Um, but, you know, people need to rise up and realize that, you know what? Walking on the beach, you're not going to stop me walking on the beach or paddleboarding on my paddleboard. Yeah. Are you kidding right. me? But that's where we are. People just lay down and allow it. It's nonsense. What amazes me, when this whole thing broke weeks ago, um, I put up, I, I thought it was a New World Order managed agenda. Um, I've, I've never backed away from that. Um, and and the, the analogy I'm using is, look, the JFK assassination was real. His brains were blown to smithereens, more than likely from the grassy knoll, in my opinion. It was a CIA coup, allegedly. That's, that's what I believe at any rate. A shadow government slash deep state coup. That's what it was. 9-11 was real. The buildings did come down. But what brought them down? Did two planes loaded with a bunch of diesel or airplane fuel, jet fuel, um, do fires bring down steel reinforced buildings like this? The columns somehow, you know, sag, well, and we get this pancaking, and then we get building seven. So if you if you buy the fact that uh, those two buildings came down basically at free fall speed because the two planes filled with jet fuel, then let's go to building seven. No plane hit that building, and the thing collapses at free fall speed, which is why 1,500 engineers and, and architects have coalesced stating that, look, we need to open up a congressional uh, investigation here because this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But, of course, the media doesn't get behind it, and our government doesn't do doodly squat because the powers that be control the government. Don't believe me? Just look at what they've been trying to do to Donald Trump for the last three years. The Russiagate thing failed. The Mueller investigation thing failed. The impeachment thing failed. And now we're looking at the COVID coup as some of us are calling it. So all that to say this, that, 
that Kennedy was killed, the buildings did come down, the virus is real. When the buildings came down, we immediately gave up certain certain rights, basically illegal search and seizure. Well, it's really not illegal if you take my camera bag and go through it and don't put it back the way I want it. And if you drop my camera, the onus is on me to replace it, not you. Um, we gave that up. We gave that up. And remember that Mohammed passport was somehow conveniently found two blocks away or a block away from the collapsed building. How does that happen? <laughs> I mean, isn't that convenient? I mean, you really think we're that stupid, right? So those things were real. The COVID-19 is real. I said, and my investigation in this said that this is not from the wet markets. This is a level four bioweapon that escaped, whether deliberately or unintentionally, we don't know yet. But isn't it funny, in the last 48 hours, uh, the media is, is now realizing that, oh, wait a minute, there's, there's a biolab 20 miles away from the wet market, and uh, and here we go. So it's classic wag the dog. We'll throw this. Oh, people will believe that it transmitted from bats and all this other stuff. Well, not so fast, citizen. Uh, there's a bio-4 bio um, you know, bio level, level lab, whatever you want to call it, 20 miles away from from the wet market. And we know now that America put millions of dollars into this thing, to the funding of this uh, this weapon. So isn't it interesting that we <clears throat> sanctioned China, China sized, uh, signs the deal, and, the, and you got to remember, CHICOMs don't care about anything. They don't care about human life. They don't care about you or me or anything. They just, they're godless. They're godless people who will do anything to hold on to power. They will lie, cheat, steal, they will, they will rob the tires off your car where they invite you over to dinner. Literally, <laughs> yeah. that's what they'll do. Yeah. So it's that's just who they are. And, and that's just part of their culture. And so was this was this bio uh, weapon released intentionally? We don't know yet. But remember, six weeks ago, whenever when this thing started to break, I said this is a managed agenda in the same way that I believe the Kennedy assassination, the Twin Towers, and now this. It's designed... And it's already working. It's crippled the economy like we can't even believe. It's crippled the economy. It's going to bankrupt the Treasury, trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. We don't know whether Trump's been compromised or not. Part of me thinks that maybe he has been. Yeah. Uh, he was the saddest man in the world four or five weeks ago. I watched that whenever that, when he got up there and he talked about closing the, the country. I mean, he was absolutely, he was a different man. And, he, and he, even now, he's very somber. And uh, it makes you wonder what's really going on behind the scenes. So what they've done, what they've managed to do, is not only shut down the economy, but quarantine everybody, which is, this is an unprecedented event in the history of the planet. We've never seen anything like this ever, ever, ever in the story. So, and, and what gives me some hope, to, you know, to your point, about, you know, where are, the, where are the truckers, where are the, the militia, where, where are the patriots? Well, in Michigan, you know, thousands of cars have lined up against Governor Whitmer and going, we're not doing this. You know, you, what you're saying is absolutely draconian, and, and we're not playing this game. We're going to recall you. I think if, if they try to push this thing into May, the Americans will begin to push back. I've been pushing back every single day. I've been... I've been not only blogging, but doing uh, my PPS report or acceleration radio, putting it up on Vimeo, putting it up on our YouTube channel, LA Marzulli, and the traffic has been through the roof, which really, quite frankly, is, is wonderful. But that's not why I'm doing it, to get more, more 
or clicks or whatever. I'm doing it to get the word out and to like we're doing here and to say that we need to stand up and not relinquish our First and Second Amendment rights for the illusion of, of safety. We can't do that. You know, give me liberty or give me death. And I mean that. And, and hopefully no one will come here at three in the morning and kick down the door and, you know, start blasting away. Just like Seth Rich, I believe, was murdered by the deep state, by those uh, who may be tied to the Clinton campaign. We don't know that for certain. But there's all sorts of nonsense with the Seth Rich murder, in my opinion. It was a contract. He opened his mouth against the nonsense in the DNC. Lo and behold, he's dead. Uh, and, and we know that the Clinton body count allegedly is real. People can, can choose to believe that or, or not believe it. You know, do some research. Why is it that, that Hillary can, can completely obliterate 30,000 emails and not be arrested? Uh, Benghazi, the debacle in Benghazi, ISIS, the whole, the whole crazy thing with the Iranian payout, millions and millions of dollars are flown in. Well, why? Look, I do everything electronically. I'm sure you do too. A lot of people listening do their banking electronically. When I have to pay the stinking IRS, my blood money, my profit, which never should be the case anyway, we were founded taxation without representation, which is essentially what we have. And I can go down a rabbit hole on that, I won't. But here's the bottom line. We pay our taxes electronically. But why couldn't the Obama administration, instead of flying all those C4, whatever they are, those huge cargo planes into Iran, loaded with pallets and pallets of cash, which no one could possibly account for, or even count for crying out loud, why don't they just electronically pay? Pay the man that. Well, they didn't do that. They flew in the cash, and it begs the question, you know, why not take 4 or $5 million from here or there? How does President Obama, who makes $250,000 a year as President of the United States, how can he possibly buy a, 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 an estate on Martha's Vineyard for $17 million? I mean, how does that work? Where is all that extra money coming from? I'm, and I'm not accusing Obama of taking money off the top. I would never do that. But it makes you wonder, where does that money they come from a lucrative book deal, speaking engagements. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's beyond the pale. $17 million. But he'll remind us, well, we didn't build that. And, uh, you know, you didn't make that. You didn't build that. Other people got you where we were. But, you know, we were headed down the, the path of socialism into the new world order. The Brexit movement, you'll notice, has been now put on the back burner. So this thing is a global effort, I believe, by yeah. the new world order to usher in the new world order. And you get, you know, Governor Cuomo telling us that what we need is global governance. you got the former prime minister of England. What we need is a global government. This is a managed agenda. It's a controlled narrative to break the back to the American people to usher in the new world order. Patriots, we need to stand up. We need to stand up and be counted. Give me liberty or give me death. I'm not going to live in a socialistic country. I'm not going to live in a totalitarian regime. I'm not going to live in a fascist regime. I'm not going to live where I'm, I'm quarantined for whatever reason. But you know what? How many people die of cancer? How many people die of AIDS? They didn't, they didn't lock down the country. And two doctors walk in the, to Trump's office and say, if you don't do anything, two million people will die. Okay, so they do something, but the models are so completely absurd, and they're off. Not by, you know, 30 or 40%, but in some cases, 80 or 90%. I mean, they're completely off, these models that these guys drew upon. And then, of course, the whole, the whole deal of hydroxychloroquine, along with erythromycin and zinc, which seems to be a very potent way of fighting a disease. Well, some Yahoo said, oh, this could cause heart attacks or death or blah, blah, blah. All you need to do is turn on the goofy television every night 
when they advertise a plethora of drugs which promise to do this, that, and the other thing. Oh, and by the way, the guy at the end of the commercial, this may cause suicidal thoughts, death on some patients. If you've got bleeding of the, you know, through your eyes, please call 911. I mean, it's just, it's <laughs> unbelievable. So, you know, hydroxychloroquine has been proven to work. We know it works. Um, I've got a, I've got a call into no relationship to you, but Dr. Zelensky in New York City was supposed to return my call yesterday. They didn't. I'll call again tomorrow and I'll be a pest. Hopefully someone will, will, will get back to me. But he's had great success in treating his patients with a combination of, of, of azithromycin and uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine. So isn't it funny, Trump? And we had a Dr. Graves on our show a couple last week, and she was talking about that a group of medical doctors that she's in contact with constructed a letter and hand-delivered the letter to Donald Trump and, and Vice President Pence. They did this. They hand-delivered it. The next day, Trump got up and started talking about hydroxychloroquine. Well, there was this infighting that, that was not leaked out but reported uh, between Peter Navarro and uh, Dr. Uh, Anthony Fauci about the use of hydroxychloroquine. And they were arguing, and apparently got extremely heated. Yeah. And Navarro said, you know, look, this is not, or let me go back up. Fauci said, well, this is just, we, we, there's no real study here. We, don't, we can't trust this. This is, um, Fauci was saying anecdotal. And, and Navarro is saying, no, it's not anecdotal. We know it works. Here's a stack of files from people all over the world that are using this combination. So here we've got the governor of South Dakota, Governor Nguyen, uh, pushes personal responsibility during coronavirus outbreak. So basically what she's saying is let's, let's get people on a regimen. Um, and she's following the footsteps of Dr. Zelensky. Let's get people on a regimen of the hydrochloroquine because we think it works. Let's be proactive here. And that's what Dr. Zelensky is saying and did this paper and, and everything else. But you, you're getting pushback. Oh, we can't use this. So, you know, she's she's being proactive here. And she's obviously, medical doctors have gotten to her and say, look, let's be proactive with this thing. So here we are. We've shut down the economy. Um, millions of people are out of work. And some of this were going by the World Health Organization, who, and, got, you know, President Trump stands up yesterday and, and talks about, you know, we're not going to play this game with who anymore. We're not going to give them basically a half a billion dollars a year. And the Chinese give them like 42 million, or 44 million, whatever. Um, we're trying to give them the, the World Health Organization basically a half a billion dollars a year. And we're not being told the truth. And the guy who's in charge of this thing is, is kowtowing, no pun intended, to the Chai Coms. And, uh, you know, they, they weren't straight up with us. You know, Dr. Fauci was telling everybody just a short while ago that this wasn't going to be a big concern in the United States. And now, with all of a sudden, this is the deal. And then you get guys like Bill Gates who were talking about, and I'm not making this up, this is chilling to me. Now, you won't be able to travel without some sort of identification papers saying that you've got the vaccine. Well, I'm not taking the freaking vaccine, I'll tell you that right now. And the American people need to stand up and say, you know what, we're not doing this, this Patriot Act nonsense. We're not all going to line up like a bunch of stinking lemmings and get God knows what injected into us so you, know, you can scan us and maybe link us into the 5G thing. We're not doing this. This is why the American people need to coalesce and stand up. Look, 9-11 completely blew us all out of the water. And I got to hand it to the deep state and the shadow government. They really did a bang-up job on that. They pulled the wool over basically everybody's eyes for a while until people started looking into it, like myself. But I'm a latecomer. I didn't, I didn't know about Building 7, for crying out loud, till 2008, if you can believe that. It was 2008 when somebody sent me a link, and I went, I didn't even know there was a Building 7. Well, 
You know, isn't that interesting? The media's not doing their job. And so once I read the literature and got into it and looked at the 9-11 Truth Commission and started looking at what NIST was saying and, and everything else, I'm going, you know, this whole thing stinks like rotten fish. It just doesn't work. So, look, I'm just one voice here. I was already threatened by the deep state in 2016 in Dallas after hear the Watchman Conference. I was threatened three ways that they were going to come after me. They would find kitty porn on my phone. My car would have a sudden accident or one of my children would go missing. Gee. So, you know, I've been threatened by them. I know the way the game is played. And I just told the guy, and I don't, I'm not being arrogant when I say this. I said, yeah, you're right. You can take me out in one of a hundred ways. You only mentioned three. But the bottom line is you can't do anything unless the God of the Bible, my God, my Father, my Creator, allows you to. That's the end of it. So, you know what? It's just, uh, I mean, it is, it is what it is. But we live in dire times and patriots need to stand up. And I'm going to say something which I realize may be controversial. But the deal is this whole thing with the QAnon movement. And I realize that some people are going to, you know, write into you and write into me and, and you know, start start wagging their fingers and everything else. you got to ask yourself, folks, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> How many times do we have to hear that this is coming down, this is coming down, this is going to happen, and nothing happens before you kind of go, okay, I get it. I've got intel from two people. I'm not, I can't mention their names. One is active. The other is not active. One of them was, one of them wasn't. But I've had it from two or three sources, different sources, that in their opinion, they think this is a PSYOP. And here's the other flip side of the coin, all you people out there. And look, I, I, where we go on, we go all. I, I blogged on it. I, I want to believe it. That JFK Jr. is alive, I'm all in. I'm all in. And it makes sense. He and Trump were friends, and I get it. The White Hats, I hope the White Hats are real. I hope Trump is surrounded by White Hats. But why does Attorney General... Barr get up and say, well, we need to, we need to uh, suspend habeas corpus so they can arrest me and hold me without charges as long as they want to in some place. Why would he say that? But if it's a PSYOP, they already know exactly who is on board and who they round up first. You're always here, trust the plan, trust the plan. Um, and that's, look, folks, uh, let's look at Nazi Germany, okay? Let's just look at Nazi Germany here for a second. And I, and I hope this wakes everybody up. MTV, maybe 10 years ago, and I should try to find that clip. It's probably not. Maybe it is on YouTube. I don't know. I'm going to try to find it. It basically is this. The camera shows a family of four, husband and wife, a boy and a girl. They're sitting at, at the evening meal at dinner table, okay? And they're just about to eat when you hear this loud banging at the door. As the father gets up to answer the door, these jackbooted thugs crash the door down, come in, tell everyone to get up. The father resists. He's hit with the butt of a rifle, and down he goes. The next shot is you see the family of four running out the front door, and the camera is showing you the front door is to your left, and then the lawn or the, or the, the sidewalk, and then the street. On the street is a pickup truck, a very large pickup truck with the fencing on, on the back. So, and there's people standing up in the trunk, holding on to the, the that fencing, that railing. So it's a large flatbed truck with gates fencing all the way around it. And there's maybe 10 people in there. And as these people are running, the husband and wife and their two kids, it's all in color. And all of a sudden, they freeze, right? They just freeze. The, the camera stops and it freezes. And the picture goes to black and white, except it's not, it's not 2008 or whatever. 
or 2012. It's 1943, 1942. And the caption is, the Holocaust happened to people just like us. And this is what you got to understand, folks. And I, and I hope it makes you really think, your listeners out there, because we don't know what we're looking at here yet. And give me liberty or give me death. And I mean that. I'm not going to live in a fascist world. But the German people had no idea what was going on. No idea. They, they got hurt up one by one, and none of the neighbors coalesced and, and fought back, and there was very little resistance, and anybody who spoke out was immediately sent to the gulags, to the concentration camps. The same exact thing happened in the Soviet Union, where what? Socialization tells us 60 million people were killed in the gulags. The Chicoms, the numbers through the roof, we don't even know. Some estimate it now as over 100 million people perished in the gulags. Same thing in North Korea. Three million under Pol Pot. This is how the game is played when, when you get totalitarianism, when you get a fascist mindset. And we're, we're, we're marching quite rapidly towards this. So right now, you know, the whole stimulus thing, just pay everybody a few, a few pet, bread and circus, bread and circus. So, you know, sit down and we're going to pay you for not working, government stimulus, all this stuff. We're going to lift the ban. Meanwhile, you've got, you know, Dr. Fiasco, is who I call him, who's responsible, Dr. Burks and Dr. Fiasco for telling Trump we're going to lose 2 million people. And we don't know that. I mean, you know, he's He's definitely on, on Bill Gates' deal. We, we did a, a whole thing on that. Bill Gates wants a universal vaccine. And by the way, we, we did a, um, some work on this. Bill Gates did a vaccine in, uh, uh, in, uh, for polio in India where almost a half a million children had adverse reactions to the virus and are crippled for life. And you, you can Google that and find it out yourself. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has just bashed Bill Gates and the whole vaccine thing. We don't know what's in these things, and I'm not taking it. So, you know, papers, please. You won't be able to travel without the papers. Yeah. It all sounds so good, doesn't it? It all sounds so good. It's time for the Patriots to stand up and go, this is nonsense. This is absolute nonsense. Nice try, but we're not buying it. And if enough of us stand up, and, and I mean, we're talking millions of people have to stand up, we can put an end to it in this country. We need to take back control of the government by basically saying, we're, we're not doing this career politician crap. You know, you, you got eight years in the Senate and you got eight years in the House and then it's sayonara. We'll see you later. <laughs> then you're out of here. No more of these career politicians that go on and on and on and on and on. And that's why we have the trouble that we have. Oh, my gosh. Where to start on this year? <laughs> well, listen, I mean, we got checkpoints and shakedowns and lockdowns. And, you know, here's the deal. You know, you mentioned Nazi Germany. I don't know, L.A., if I loathe the new enemy of the people, which is a new terrorist group, the fake media. I mean, this is really serious when you have six corporations, Disney, the straight out of hell Disney that I've done lots of exposés on, you know, these high level Freemasons and slicksters at the, the Illuminist at the top of the food chain. I mean, this stuff is really serious when it's all controlled. We've all seen the clips, the narratives, everybody's speaking at the same time. They're fed their little talking points. I'm glad you mentioned old Bill Gates a hell because I really believe this is a beta test for total tyranny. Why is Bill Gates not in jail is what I want to know. And 
And why is the WHO, you know, this Fauci, Trump needs to kick that clown to the curb. You know, I've savagely defended Trump from day one, LA, but I'll tell you one thing I won't do. I'm not going to give up my God-given rights, not for any man, period. And anyone is preaching to the contrary, you know, just never, you know, don't bat an eye for martial law or tyranny. LA, is it mind-binding spirits or, or mind control or psychic mind power or just a combination of that and cognitive dissonance? What is wrong with people? I mean, tell these overlords to pound sand. These are unconstitutional orders. Listen, if you guys think this is okay, seriously, Christians cowering in a corner on lockdown over an infirmity, scared to go to their places of worship, social distancing, are you out of your mind? I'm going to get permission, LA, to walk on a beach with no one around with my kid to get some fresh air. This is insanity, like straight out of hell no is what I'm saying. Folks, my decorated veteran grandfather, Bruce Patterson, he was, uh, well, I guess badass is the only word I can think of. It took a hell of a lot more than a bullet in Normandy, LA. This guy, he faced a real scary threat. It was called the Nazis, as you alluded to. And they butchered their way across mm -hmm. German-occupied Europe. And listen, that's a six million death toll. LA, they weren't afraid to die to defend freedom. Freedom isn't free. They weren't hunkered down in their home hoarding toilet paper. They actually paid a huge price. And we're gonna we're gonna honor that LA with hunkered down and bunkered down. Listen, I'm gonna go to the beach and I'll take my chances on either getting the virus or getting arrested. I'm not gonna acquiesce to this, LA. What say you? Well, I mean, I, I agree with you. In Oklahoma, where I'm uh, situated right now, after the fire, we lost everything in California. So we, we had PTSD big time, and we fled to the to the Bible Belt to our friend Gary Sturman and, and Bob Ulrich. And it's, it's been great here. The Lord has really blessed us. And those of you who helped us financially, we just, we thank you. We're not, you know, I'm grateful to be here. But we're not in lockdown like California is. I can get in my car and I can drive up the 35 if I just feel like going for a ride. Um, we're asked to to stay at home, but we're not. It's not mandatory. Where from when I get in California, um, you know, you got to stay home unless you're going to the grocery store or whatever. Yeah. So isn't it funny how we can't go to church uh, and figure out some way of going to church because okay, I get it, but um, we, we can go to the grocery stores. I mean, I don't. I'm not really. I'm, I don't understand here. You know why the grocery stores stay open but the churches are closed? And the pastors, what the pastors need to do. And if enough of us do it, is it begin to tell the congregation what we're up against here and screw the 501c3. We need to tell people that if they're going to start taking away our constitutional rights, then, you know, some things are not worth it. And if you want to live in a country without your First Amendment rights, well, good for you. I, I don't want to live in a country like this. No. And that's why it's time to stand up and push back. The people in Michigan are standing up and they're pushing back. They're standing up and they're pushing back. The governor of South Dakota, let's use the hydroxychloroquine. And uh, let's give it a shot. It seems to be working. Let's give it a shot. Dr. Zelensky, it works. All my patients are taking it. It works. The, the French model, which some people say it's been completely disproven. Not so fast, citizen. It depends on who you talk to. The naysayers don't want it to be, be true because they're touting something else. What's their, what's their real agenda here? They want to get everybody vaccinated. Just like Dr. Fauci, well, we can't go with the hydroxychloroquine. You know, I had Dr. Graves on. This woman's been a, a, a medical doctor for decades. And she's the one that, that, that wrote Donald Trump and said, we know hydroxychloroquine, along with zinc and erythromycin, we know it works. 
And the very next day, it was hand-delivered. That letter was hand-delivered to Trump and, and Pence, hand-delivered to those two men. And the next day, he got up and he talked about hydroxychloroquine, and Fauci immediately said, oh, no, 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 we can't go there. So there's an agenda here, Sheila. There's an agenda. It's a managed agenda. It's a controlled narrative. And the American people need to wake the heck up and begin to push back. Some things are not worth losing for the illusion of safety. Illusion is a really good word. And here's the thing. When I watch these mind, I mean, AMC's Walking Dead has nothing on what I'm seeing uptown here in the Costco. I mean, Walmarts are open for business, but the baby butchers at, at Planned Parenthood, they're open for business. I mean, people reporting their neighbors, report your neighbors, do the right thing. You know, this is an actually unconscionable that we're becoming a bunch of spies. You know, our neighbors are reporting us for, you know, stuff. And then you God, again, I want to go back to slick Billy Gates here. I'm going to tell you something, folks. Ellie and I and others for decades have been talking about this stuff about these depopulationists, these Rothschild cutouts, these wizards is actually what I call them. I did a whole expose on Bill Gates last week from the fact that his dad was the fa- not the founder. People get it mixed up. Margaret Sanger founded it. Bill Gates' dad was head of Planned Parenthood. You got Bill Gates running around. And I call, by the way, I got a new one. You'll laugh. You'll laugh at this L.A. Up on your screen, folks. You'll L.A. can't see this, but it's Bill Gates and it's Ted Turner. And I put on the caption, it's over the movie, Bill and Ted's Excellent Depopulation adventure what do you think <laughs> but but that's i mean they've, they've come out right out and said it that's what they want i mean that's it, we're not making this stuff up i mean i wish we were and it, you know the, the fact that the pastors aren't standing up because they can't stand up and do anything well here's a prediction and i'm not a prophet but here's a prediction they'll open up the economy soon and then something else will happen right before the election another october surprise the democrats have already tried to get this you know let's mail in the vote which is you might as well just, you know, have no election at all. Well, you don't have to have a license to drive or identification. No, no. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to vote. Anybody can vote. You know, no identification. Just come on in here. That's racist. Ah. No, it's not racist. You know, and, and, and they don't care what I am. Just get my stinking license. But the, the Democrats do this because they can sway the election. And when Trump talked about that Hillary won California because of the nonsense, that's exactly what happened. The same thing happened with Orange County, where they did ballot harvesting, which they somehow squeakily got in there. And all of a sudden, this bastard of Republican thinking, Orange County, went Democrat. Gee, how does that work? Ballot harvesting. That's all you got to do. Oh, we found these ballots here that were encountered. Oh, they're all Democrats. Isn't that amazing? That's what we're up against, folks. That's what we're up against. I'll take my chances with a virus, L.A., over watching my, my God-given rights trampled. That, that's more heart... I mean, I'd rather die in my boots and cower on my knees. How's that? I think that's a great analogy, and, and I agree with you. I mean, I just think that there's... You know, the patriots need to rise up. They're, they're doing it. I think Michigan is ground zero, um, and I, I applaud the Michiganders for, for getting up and getting in their cars and, you know, basically saying, we're not doing this, and we're going to recall Whitmer, and they need to recall this woman. She's an absolute, you know, totalitarian freak, and there's no place for that in America. And um, we, need to, we need to really coalesce once this thing gets over. Pastors need to rise up and understand that the new world order is real. And if we're in the time of the Antichrist, we know what the Bible says, that there's going to be a one world government, a one world religious system. So are we in the birth pangs? Yeah, we're in the birth pangs. It's not here yet, but we're rapidly, rapidly running towards it. 
in ways that I, you know, I never thought I would see what we're seeing now. So we need to push back. We need to stand up. Get get a pocket constitution and read it. Understand what our rights are. Walk in it. Tell your neighbor. Call your friends. Email your people. And you know, talk to your pastor. You know, talk to the elders in your church. It's time to coalesce and make sure that we're not going to give our away our freedoms for the illusion of safety, because that's what this is. Just like the illusion of safety for 9-11, TSA, illegal search and seizure, the Patriot Act, the FISA warrants. Here we are. Here we are. The FISA warrants, right? Which led to what? By the way, how many how many terrorists have they caught recently with the TSA? Somebody, are they keeping score? What are Christians going to do, though, L.A., when real tribulation comes? I mean, if all it takes is an infirmity to stop you in your tracks, we're, we're kind of in some serious trouble because this is kind of a cakewalk compared to what's coming. You know, if you're cowering now, what are you going to do in your face of taking the mark? Are you just going to line up and get your chip or your beheading or load them up on the cattle cars? L.A., you think this death toll's rough? Try Revelation 9.18 where a third of the human race is slaughtered. Jeremiah 12 5 says something interesting now if you raced with the men on foot and they've warned you out how can you compete with the horses if you stumble in safe country how can you manage the thickets in the jordan what happened to behold i give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and nothing shall any means hurt you what, what, i mean i mean either that's true la or it's not that's the bottom line well you know here, here's the deal we're, we're called to be warriors and, you know, there's, there's a lot of different positions to take. You know, some people can't wait to go through the tribulation. They think that the church is going to go through the tribulation. I myself do not think that the true church is going to go through the tribulation. What I mean by that, first of all, a Christian is not someone who goes to church on Sunday. That's not what a Christian is. A Christian is someone who was born from above. The spirit of a living God lives in him or her. That's how that works. Without that, you're not born again. You cannot enter the kingdom of heaven unless you're born again. Now, those are Jesus' words. So that is the prerequisite. So I have family whom I dearly love who look at me like I've got two heads and go, L.A., we don't understand what this born-again stuff is. They've been going to church all their lives. Now, I don't, I don't know their hearts. They're good people. But they ask me, well, what's this born-again stuff? And I sit there and I tell them. I said, you must be born again. I, I led my father and my mother, lifelong Catholics, right before the both of them died, a couple of years apart, three years apart. I led my father to the Lord and I led my mother to the Lord before they died. No one had ever asked them, do you know what salvation is? Do you know why you believe in Jesus? Do you know what this is? Would you like to be born again? So the, the big deal is, first of all, that we must be born again. So how do you do that, L.A.? You believe on him who was sent. The one who was sent was Jesus. And you believe by his atonement, by his shed blood on Calvary, that paid the debt for all humanity's sins. That's who, that's the deal. That is the deal. When we do that, and we and we confess our sin and believe on Him who was sent, and ask Him into our hearts, we are born again. And some people feel all sorts of crazy stuff, and it's amazing. Like a burden's been lifted. People are filled with joy and peace, and they feel that, they experience that. Other people not so much. It's more subtle. And then over a period of a couple of weeks, they realize that my gosh, I've changed. What is that? And then they begin to attribute it to the fact that they gave their lives over to Jesus. So that's the first thing. The second thing is the departure happens, and then the man of sin will be revealed. So you got to have the departure of the church before the Antichrist can be revealed. Now, people can argue this till the cows come home. In my opinion, I'm the bride of Christ. You're the bride of Christ. So does the Lord want a bloody, beaten-up bride? So I honestly believe that 
And I'm not looking as an escape. I mean, you heard me rail against the machine, as it were, saying, stand up, be counted. So do I believe in the rapture of the church? Absolutely. Do I believe we might be in the window where we may see it? Absolutely. Out of the 1.8 billion Christians, or 2 billion Christians that are now on the planet, how many of them are really Christians? How many of them are born again and spirit-filled? And that's a question that each person has to ask themselves. But if you don't even know what being born again and spirit-filled is, then how can you possibly even call yourself a Christian? So that's my blessed hope. Behold, I show you a mystery which was concealed from the Jews until the time of Paul's writing. And only he was chosen to deliver that message. No one else was. That came through him, which is the rapture of a church, which is our blessed hope, to rise and meet the Lord in the air. So, look, I believe that. I walk in that. But my hand is on the plow, which is why I write books and speak and to talk about this stuff. And the bottom line is, as Christians, we need to stand up and be counted. End of story. Stand up, be counted. Don't be afraid and know that our redemption is coming soon. Because Jesus says, when you see these things, the earthquakes, the wars and rumors of wars, the famines and pestilence, we're in the pestilence part now, folks, right? Don't don't be alarmed. Don't freak out. Look up, because I'm coming back. Your redemption is coming. How many people even know that scripture, Sheila? How many people stand on it? The world doesn't know that scripture. Amen. The world has no idea that scripture even exists. But for us, it is our blessed hope. Look up because I'm coming back soon. You should be more concerned about not dying of coronavirus, but dying without Jesus as your savior, because you know what? There's a devil's, there's a devil's hell without redemption. And listen, folks, you know, people mock God all the time, but you know, they want to talk about God as love. God is love, LA. But what about the severity of God? It says, seek God while he may be found. So LA, at the last part of the show, I know there's a lot of people that are, you know, really depressed and, you know, they're really having a tough down, you know, time through this. Um, I would love it in the last part of the show if you can pray because listen, you know, people say all the time, oh, it's doom and gloom. If it's not smooth, LA, it's doom and gloom now. You know, the media, like I said, is a new terrorist group. You click your flipping programming noise box off, get off of Satan's ungodly frequency, turn that stupid thing off, get off as of Fox News too. That can go too. CNN, all these clowns. We're in a bad movie with some bad actors. And the world needs Jesus. And listen, you know I wrote this in my book. Warfare is when you're addressing the enemy. Prayer is when you're addressing God. And you know what? We got to stand up, as L.A. said. But we've also got some weaponry that is pretty powerful. Because no weapon formed against us. Not even a bioweapon, L.A. So in the last part of the show, L.A., if you would do us the, the privilege before you give your information out for the folks. And we've got it linked in the description there below. And I'll give you a chance at the end. But do pray for, for the listeners that are listening right now, L.A., if you would, please. So, Father, we come before you in, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we know that, um, that he created everything and that he holds everything in his hands. And we know that he's coming back soon. And, Father, I pray, first of all, for those people who are listening and are, are teetering on the fence, want to take that, that first step across the line and acknowledge Jesus as their Lord and Savior and confess their sin. And I pray for those people that they would be bold enough now to come across the line and just acknowledge in your heart that he was the one that was sent. Jesus was the one that was sent. And that by his blood that was shed on Calvary, the price has been paid. We have been ransomed. His blood ransoms us from death. And he surrounds us with love and tender mercies. And Father, I pray against the spirit of fear. 
And I pray against the things and the fear and the, and the tauntings of the enemy that would pile on. And I ask, Father, that these people that are listening would not lose their peace or surrender their peace to fear. Because we've not been given a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And that all stems and hails from our personal relationship with Jesus. Father, I pray that your spirit, the spirit of a living God, would go into people right now and change their hearts, change their minds. I pray for reconciliation of past hurts, that Christians would reach out to, to the ones that they have hurt in the past and ask for forgiveness and in return receive forgiveness. I pray, Father, that Christians would rise up collectively as a body and begin to push back against the false narratives that we see all around us and repent against the sin of abortion, which has claimed the lives of well over 70 million people. Uh, and I use the word people deliberately in this country and over 1.5 billion globally. So, Father, I just thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, for your grace. I thank you, Lord, that you're coming soon. I thank you, Father, that your kingdom is coming, that your son will usher the kingdom, that it's literally a 1,000-year reign from Jerusalem, and that you will rule with a rod of iron. I just, I just thank you for all your goodness, for all your blessing. Thank you for this time, and ask that you bless Sheila and her listeners in Jesus' name. Amen. And the last part of the program, L.A., please do give out your information on how folks can find your handiwork. Best place to go if you want to see the shows, go to our uh, our YouTube channel, L.A. Marzulli. If you want to buy or, or just stream and watch our shows, you can go to my Vimeo channel, which is L.A. Marzulli. If you want to go to the website, that's L.A. Marzulli.net, L.A. Marzulli.net. And there's all sorts of information there. I've blogged over 3,000 articles. There's, there's shows to watch. You can download, watch the Watcher series. So the Amitrail of the Nephilim series, we did, we've did. we done four shows so far, over an hour long each one. Uh, there is a hidden agenda, which has been deliberately obfuscated by the people of the world, which uh, has to do with being on the trail of a Nephilim, the Nephilim of the unholy progeny between the fallen angelic and the women of Earth the human women of Earth, which created this hybrid being known as the Nephilim. The series is called On the Trail of a Nephilim. For the price of basically $12, you can watch all four um, installments. And, you know, we sell the DVDs for 20 bucks a pop. So it's a great deal, and uh, thank you for your patronage. Ellie, thank you so much for coming on the program. We look forward to seeing you real soon. Thanks so much, Sheila. God bless you, and stay safe. Folks, that was L.A. Marzulli. His information is linked there below. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. I'm starting a series. You're going to be really excited. It's called Codex Magica. Secret symbols, mysterious signs, and hidden codes of the Illuminati. And you're really going to enjoy this series. And I'm starting to record over the weekend, so be watching for that. Tomorrow, Craig Sawyer is on the program. And that's going to be a really great show. I've got some great guests coming. Make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube and make sure you're following me on social media. We'll see you real soon. Good night and God bless you.